0: Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Anti-Bell series, including the newly released Just Your Type.
1: And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker, If You Never Come Back, Simmer Down, On Location, The Close-Up, In Love with Lewis Prescott, The Boy with the Bookstore, and Dessert
0: Flirt Repeat. And together we are Sarah Skye, author of the best-selling Sips and Strokes, Vibes and Feels, and Whiskers and Sunshine. Each episode, so we'll dive deep
1: into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author, we'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes and more, and then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied.
0: So if you haven't already read our books, please be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast and feel free to DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have
1: so today we're talking about a mega hot trend in romance books right now hockey romance so now sports romances have been around forever but we've noticed in the last few years that hockey romance has really taken off and romance readers are currently wild for some steamy hockey romances and we just wanted to chat a little bit about why that is
0: Absolutely. And if you're watching on video, you just saw me do a happy dance because I'm very excited to talk about this topic. I am a huge hockey fan. Um, Yeah. So we're going to dive right into hockey romance. What do we think about this trend, Sarah? Like, so I have many things to say. I have many thoughts, but where does this trend begin for you? Okay.
1: So for me, it, okay so when i first noticed that like hockey romance was a thing was probably um when the helena hunting pucked series um came out and i think the first book for that came out in 2015 i think um obviously like sports romance and hockey romances have been around before before then but that's for me when i noticed that it started um blowing up so that was when i was like i was just strictly a romance reader i wasn't writing yet I wasn't published and I just noticed that um that
0: series was like kind of blowing up and I was like huh this is interesting okay so I'm curious about that because I'll be honest at that time I was in feverishly writing my series so I wasn't reading as much um full disclosure I really only read romance now when I'm not writing uh I like to kind of keep those thoughts separate but I had actually drafted my hockey romance back in, I'm going to say 2017, and I felt like at that time it was way more about, like, baseball and, um, yeah, really baseball. But, you know, not to say that this didn't exist or anything, but I feel like now I can't scroll an Amazon page of romance without seeing hockey. So, like, I feel like in the last, I'm going to say two years or so, it has really really gone so you know if Helena Hunting is the one who kicked it all off salute to you Helena Hunting because it is a great great sport um what do you think that people like? okay so there's a lot about sports that make a good story all right so before we go to hockey I'd just like to jump in in my opinion baseball is a is great fodder for a movie if you think about like great baseball movies you can name a ton of them right because Really, baseball is an individual team sport. So you can focus on Bull Durham or you can focus on whoever um, because – or his name wasn't Bull Durham, but you know what I mean. Like you can focus on the individual as they come into their own through the team. Whereas with football, you have football movies that are good, but I feel like it doesn't lend itself quite so much to that individual at the plate kind of drama that makes a good movie books are different, obviously. And I think teams on it with a book really work because you're seeing someone grow within their team. But also, I mean, you've got fodder for all the spinoff stories, right? I mean, is that what it is about hockey? What is it? What is it for you? Okay, that's a great question. Because I feel like if you ask this
1: question to like, 10 different romance, specifically like hockey romance readers, you could get 10 different answers it's just like whatever you as the reader like appeals to you about the story okay so I just want to just preface this I don't like personally in my personal life I don't like sports like I don't like playing sports <laughs> I, you knew that about me Skype. that's not that's not super I'm like, shocked <laughs> that's not super surprising but, um, so I fully admit, like when I, um, cause I've been a lifelong romance reader, um, pretty much since I was like a kid and I I've hated sports since I was a kid. <laughs> and so I didn't read the sports romances, obviously, cause I didn't really like them. And I honestly, I didn't start to give them a chance until a few years ago, um, when I really started getting serious about like romance writing and the different genres and subgenres. And I will say that hockey romance as a non-sports person is probably my favorite type of sports romance. And it's hard for even for even me to say why. But there's just something about the sport. And maybe it's because hockey wasn't a popular sport like where I grew up. Like I grew up in the um in the Midwest. So like baseball and football were like yeah. what um, at least in my community, people cared about, like, I don't even know if we had a place to go like ice skating or play hockey. Um, so, and my brothers, I have two brothers and they both were very, very sports oriented. So I always had to go to their stupid, um, football and baseball games and I hated it Mm -hmm. so much. So I think I was a little, um, or I, I am a little like burnt out on like football. Yeah. Baseball and basketball too. Honestly, I don't, I, I hate basketball too. Sorry. I'm probably offending so many people right now, but, um, I just do not like those sports. So I think the reason why I take to hockey is because I haven't had to, like, it hasn't been shoved in my face from a young age where I had to go to like hockey games and watch my brothers. I had to like care about this. Like nobody really cared about hockey when I was growing up. So I don't have any like negative feelings associated with it as much like with other mainstream sports. So I think the fact that like, it's kind of new and I don't really like, sorry, I don't dislike hockey. I love hockey romances. I hope that's very clear by the fact that I wrote hockey romance, (laughs) no ice and spice, but I just, for me, there's just something about it. I think because it's not like super, super popular where I'm from. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like I learned about, I'm like, Oh, this is cool. I can see how this can be like a compelling romance story. So I kind of get to put my own twist on it in that way. Um, I don't know. Does that make sense guy? Or did I just totally offend all of the sports lovers?
0: (laughs) Heart's broken. Um, I totally get it. That's such an interesting thing. So when I was growing up, I hated sports too, because my mother watched college football every Saturday and she was all about the Tennessee balls, go balls. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is terrible. I want to watch cartoons. Like, but my mom was like this big sportsman. She also loves basketball, college ball. Okay. Cause then the South college ball and is really popular. Um, but I really just didn't like it then I grew up and I went to the University of Tennessee. So I became a volunteer and then it became meaningful to me. And I got really into football for a while, um, American football. And like, so it's kind of like, I have fallen in love with sports through the experience of interacting with it in a, in like a personal way, right? It wasn't just like, yes, sports, right? So if that was football, I will tell you, I've been into hockey since, around my first year of college because the man who is my well he's my ex-husband but when we started dating he had played hockey in houston in high school and i was like houston texas they have hockey because back then nashville did not have the predators that was hockey was not a thing where i grew up either um and so like i met this guy from houston and he was like yeah i played hockey and i was like you did what but he was like no like Like, first of all, I watched him skate and I was like, oh, okay, so that's hot. And then I started watching hockey and you've got these huge, hot men running on the ice and doing crazy, like skillful things all on a blade. And it's like, oh, okay, no, I get it. This is amazing. Um, So I really fell in love with both hockey and hockey players. And like, I've been a hockey fan since way back because of that. Um, but then like, you know, over the past, like five or so years ago, I've really gotten into English football, like, so the premier league, um, and I love that. And so like, at some point I'm clearly going to have to do a book about that, but like I have gotten into sports as a result of interacting with people who cared a lot about them. So, but then I've like sort of taken it and make it, made, made it my own. So my hockey fandom is old And, you know, I've got my teams, even though I don't follow it as closely, but I do have to say just marrying that into the romance thing, you've got these like big dudes who are highly skilled, right? And they're like a team. So there's a a camaraderie that they automatically have, but they also have this like set of skills that is really finessed, right? And people who enjoy hockey, like get that, that fact, like they're, again, on blades on the ice and doing all of that stuff and i think that's just like super hot so also they tend to have really good hair okay okay
1: i've noticed that too as somebody who like i don't pay attention to anything sports related (laughs) i've noticed that um like all the hockey players have like
0: (laughs) fantastic hair i'm gonna name a couple of old ones right now but chris letang Henrik Lundqvist is, like, a hair model. He's retired now, but he was the goalie for the New York Rangers for a long, long time. That man looks like a model. So does Chris Letang, though. Okay, so just going to say. But there are many, many, like, and their hair is great. Like, they have, they'll be like, take off the helmet, and you're like, huh. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a thing. it's a thing, and it's weird because like there's that alternative hockey image of like goonish dudes who have like t- been in too many fistfights and are missing their teeth, but really, like, no, that's not the vibe of modern day hockey players that's not that's not the way it goes
1: <laughs> right yeah, no, that's um that's a really good point. And I think too like I just thought of this as you were talking about you how your interest in hockey began but like i feel like hockey romance specifically so i think stereotypically like sports is thought of as a guy thing right like not and it's not anymore obviously and it, it never really was like everybody had the everybody of every gender had the ability to play any sport it's just that like it seemed like uh men's sports got the spotlight more so than women's sports and other and other types of sports but like i feel like with hockey romance we're seeing like a male, male-dominated, like, sports, but mm-hmm. through the lens of women, which I... I really appreciate it as as a woman who doesn't care about sports. Mm -hmm. I I think that's why I'm able to enjoy hockey romance because it's not just like, okay. And hockey game, this, and like this, this, and this, like if that's what we're, if that's what I had to read, I'm like, I'm not reading this because I don't care about, I really don't care about the sport, honestly, but it's about the player, the character, like what he's going through emotionally, how all of this plays into his relationship with like the, his love interest, how like, it's really all like the sport is just kind of a backdrop and a setting for their romance. And I, I just, that's what I think I like about it. Okay. Nothing to do with the sport
0: really. (laughs) All right. So let's take a pause and talk about the fact, shameless plugging. um, You have a your hockey romance is out right now. As we record, it's, it's a couple of days before Thanksgiving, 2023. Um, Your hockey romance, Snow, Ice and Spice is out right now. I am currently in critique partner uh, reading, beta reading for the release of My Hockey Romance, which is coming out in February of 2024, okay? So we are in between hockey romances here. I will tell you, I'd started drafting this like way back, that's the whole story of my Anti-Bell series, you know. Um, But I brought it forward, it's time to come out. So we're in the middle of, (laughs) we're in our hockey era together, let's put it that way. We need t-shirts. you get on that um but we are in our hockey era together sarah and sky even though we are not writing jointly on these books so let's go a little bit without any spoilers that makes me have to ask you the question are there any on ice scenes in snow ice and spice oh yeah there are there are uh, multiple
1: on ice scenes uh- okay and and I had to like watch some hockey
0: clips in order to to write those. <laughs> I was very curious if you had put like hockey scenes. Now I'm going to ask you because I haven't read it yet. What position does your player play? Or, okay, you know. so he's I. Okay, again, uh, he's a forward. Okay.
1: Okay. He um he's a left winger. I don't I don't know. Yeah, is, that, winger, is that is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> These are things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just I hope I didn't like put anyone off off of my, like, I promise I did research. I, what I wrote in, in snow, ice and spice, I think is a really solid hockey romance. Um, but at the core it's a romance. So again, it's not about like the game or like, Oh my God, how, how compelling was the game? Like, it's not about that. It's about, the main character Theo and like what he's going through in his life and how um his hockey career is part of that because he's kind of like um he's kind of like a playboy like he gets in trouble so he gets kicked off of his team essentially because he uh sleeps with the wife of his assistant coach right. and I, I don't know how realistic that is I don't know if that happens a lot in professional sports I just thought that would be a really surefire way to get kicked off your team if you're yeah screwing your, um, your boss's wife essentially. Um, so he is essentially trying to rehab his image so he can get back on the team and his cousin is, um, his eventual love interest's best friend. So his cousin is like, you can go, you can, you know, go away to my cabin, keep, you know, keep a low profile, um, get your, get your good boy image rolling, but I'm going to send my best friend to make sure that you don't destroy my beautiful cabin in the mountains. So that's essentially, I mean, that's the crux of the story. Like it's a one-sided enemies to lovers, forced proximity, hockey playboy, and the woman who can't stand him. That's essentially the premise of Snow Ice and Spice. So obviously there's hockey, there's on ice scenes, but like, you don't, like if, if you're a, a hockey super fan and that's all you care about, don't read a hockey romance. You know what I mean? Like watch a hockey game. If you want okay. the romance, you got to read a home, like a,
0: a hockey romance. You know what I mean? Like it's, yes. it's different. It, it is different, but <laughs> our books are going to be delightfully different. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I have not talked about this book. So this is, this is my first, like nobody really knows much about this book unless you have read the back of just your type, where there is an opening excerpt, but it is an interaction between the two characters. So, I will tell you that my hockey player is a goalie, okay? So, serious hockey fans right now should be listening and going, oh, really? Yes, really. I promise I am doing good, faithful service to the weirdness that is a goalie, because goalies are freaking weird okay they are quirky af and they are a very serious mood so taking on the goalie like i'm super excited about this because like i was really excited to go into making a very like strange character like also really hot okay so i do have several on ice scenes and i will also say without too many spoilers but i did have a lot of fun imagining what good a, a person who can do a split save could be in the bedroom okay <laughs> if you could google if you youtube search goalie split saves you're gonna be like oh i see okay so it's uh it's it's fun but i did do quite a few um game scenes okay so where quinn is on the ice all right i mean it's not like an entire you know like 20 pages of a game but like you are gonna see in my book like you are gonna see Quinn playing you're gonna see actually you're gonna see Quinn fighting um and then you're gonna see uh Audrey watching him all right so my whole the premise of mine is she is the daughter of the team's owner but she also works for the team so she like grew up with the team and so basically the team is like her big brothers And they have been a serious cock block for her, her whole life. And then along comes the brand new goalie who she thinks she hates because he like took one of her buddies places and she doesn't want anything to do with Quentin Paris. But Quentin Paris wants something to do with Audrey and they go from there. So it's kind of like a one sided hate to love. um, But there's a lot more elements to it. Um, A lot of is it about her? coming into her own and being who she wants to be as opposed to like feeling like a little kid, um, who can't like stand up and say, no, this is important to me. So you are getting a lot of like in the, in the world of the game because they're both in the game. Right. So as like, as opposed to remove. So I'm very excited about it. Uh, I've had a lot of fun and I will also say I shamelessly wrote this as like fanfic because I have a hardcore weakness for goalies. Um, I like we could talk a long time about the psychological impact of that, but I really do. Um, and specifically French Canadian goalies. And so that is exactly what I created is a French Canadian goalie. Um so <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm a little bit quirky, but that is what I went with, and I'm super excited about it because I feel like, and this is part of the beauty of not only our genre but this subgenre. So, like, you have this awesome hot like Playboy, and I've got this quirky like super intense goalie, and all of the gamut runs in these books. So I'm so excited that we're in our hockey era together. <laughs> I am too. I
1: I mean, I I'm super excited for your hockey romance, Sky. Like, I um. I, again, like, I am not a sports person. I, years ago, if you would have said, like, oh, you're going to be really into hockey romance. Uh, I'm like, uh, no, that would, never, that would never happen. But, like, no, because obviously the sport isn't what it's about, right? right? It's just it's just another, like, element of the story and the romance and the character development. That's what's...
0: Um, That's what matters, right? right? Right. right, If we're writing an office romance, so, like, faker and not suitable for work right i don't work in an office i've never really worked in an office right like and yet a lot of my things are centered around work i've also never worked at a recording studio and off the record is set there everything is a vehicle right but the the beauty of having like super athletic men who are not only like talented but also working to navigate the inner workings of a team right and like the masculinity that comes in um of like like you said like pro athlete versus also the I would I'm going to use the term vulnerability of being a teammate right of relying on a group of other people to do this thing together while at the same time you're falling in love right so it gives your male character this interesting depth of like emotion um that I think is just like like exactly it's a vehicle it's a setting but I think that that's probably one of the setting or reasons why the setting is so rich Mm -hmm. um, is you've got like super athleticism combined with vulnerability. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, I think that's a really brilliant way to put it. I think, and I think that's why I like that because that's not normally like what you think of as two things that should go together, right? Like historically, we're not supposed to think that like gruff, super masculine, like stereotypical men are vulnerable and in touch with their emotions and want to like be romantic you know like which is wrong because there's yeah. no reason why those two can't exist together i just think for a really long time um that wasn't really seen as like a thing but mm-hmm. hockey romance made it a thing you yeah. know like like you said and yeah. i think that's another reason why i love romance like it it made me change my mind about <laughs> about sports i just always thought like uh sports suck I don't care about them. <laughs> and now and here I am like I wrote my very first hockey romance I think it's a really good I think it's a really good one and I think it's a really you know fun story if you like ho- hockey romance and I, I'm thinking about writing more and I never thought that I would and it's just like I don't know I feel like this is a really exciting place to be at that we can like explore different subgenres, and
0: I can like I can write
1: about sports when I don't even like
0: <laughs> right. And so like this marries perfectly to our previous episode about hard limits, because you thought hockey was a hard limit for you. And now it's come to find you want to wrap your arms around it. So there's nothing wrong with bending our hard limits when we grow. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've always wanted to put this book out. The interesting part, almost shockingly to me, is I don't have the sudden compulsion to write the stories of every other team member. And I kind of think like you could totally get into something like that. Um so far like this is a one-off for me i think it will probably go somewhere else but like i have had so much fun working with this book and it's still got a little bit more because it's not out until february but like it's been really fun to create a world around ice you know a world around like passion right and that's maybe that's another part of it is like it's a very passionate sport. The fans are very passionate and the players are very passionate. You know, like there's the whole thing about hockey fighting and like, in some ways that's like, come on guys. But at the other way, like it's a matter of backing up your team, right. In a way that you don't see in a lot of sports, right. Like dropping the gloves with somebody isn't always about the fact that they checked you. Sometimes it's about like they checked your teammate, right. So that got your back kind of thing really lends itself well to the, opening of like a love relationship at the same time I think
1: yeah that's a really good point I um when I started watching hockey clips very recently I was very surprised at how um they're essentially allowed to fight (laughs) each other I mean they can't like you know get to there's a limit it seems like um typically when they yeah yeah
0: yeah um,
1: that's really interesting to see that that isn't like banned the way that it is in other sports which I and I'm not like I am the least likely to get into a physical <laughs> altercation. So I'm not somebody who like, oh yeah, we got to take it there. But like, it is, like you said, it's really interesting to see that aspect of it because there's like a loyalty mm-hmm. uh, component of that, which I really admire. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going to get away with like, you know, doing this to my teammate. I'm going to make you pay for it. And that translates really
0: well to yeah. romance. I think, you yeah. know, it does. It really does. Um, Absolutely. So you know, I think it's a really exciting thing. I think it's beautiful. The number of different versions of hockey that you see play out in romance and how it's, it's featured versus not featured. And I really think it's great because it's, it's also like boosted the sport and yeah, like you should totally, totally, you know, if you want to put a toe in, you can YouTube, like I said, goalie split saves, goalie epic saves, or you can go into like crazy um goals like amazing goals in NHL and like just the the reels that they have like it really is like wow how did he do that um it's a beautiful sport i love it i absolutely love it
1: yeah it's a very um it's it's very eye opening to see and it's kind of like cool to see um see for me it's cool to see how i kind of changed my mind about something i thought i would never you know and i think too because you said sky like um how it kind of blew up in the last couple years i feel like tiktok had a big hand in that i feel like um well i mean i think tiktok ever since the pandemic i think it kind of because nobody was doing anything because we all were quarantining you know everybody was on tiktok and trying to figure out what we're going to do to pass the time and i think um book talk just on its own became kind of a huge thing on yeah. TikTok. But also like, I, that's tip, That's honestly probably when I started noticing how big um, Hockey Romance was getting was through um, all of the TikTok attention that certain books were getting. So that was really interesting to see. I know TikTok can be kind of, um, it can be good or terrible, depending on what you're looking for and what you need. Um, but it's still like, it can be a good place as long as, um, you use it respectfully and
0: responsibly, (laughs) like with anything else. Of all all social media, I'll admit I'm not on TikTok. I am on Facebook. Uh, I am on Instagram, but I, I am not on TikTok. So I will take your word for that. I think it is lovely. Like I love seeing, I love seeing people celebrating books on any platform. And I, I know that book talk is very important. And like, I think that's a beautiful thing, right? As long as like, it's affirmative. It's positive. Like you just said, I mean, use it for good people. (laughs) Use it for good.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes without
0: saying, but apparently it doesn't. So (laughs) (laughs) use it for good people. Uh, Sarah is exploring her hard limits. You should, uh, you should be kind. (laughs) Oh man. Wow. That was great for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? Hell
1: yeah. It was good for me. (laughs)
0: Thank you all so much for listening. We've had a lot of fun talking about hockey today. If you like what you hear, please, please do leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. If you haven't already read our books, they are Sips and Strokes, Vibes and Feels and Whiskers and Sunshine by Sarah Skye. The Not So Nice Girl, Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, Nemesis, Just Your Type, and my upcoming soon-to-be-named hockey book by Skye McDonald. Faker simmer down. If you never come back on location, the close up in love with Lewis Prescott, the boy with the bookstore and dessert for flirt repeat, and Snow Ice and Spice by the prolific Sarah Smith. Please find us on Instagram at author Sarah Sky. You can also find me on Instagram at writer Sky McD, and I'm on Facebook at author Sky McDonald. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok.
1: I'm at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you, so reach out and DM us with any questions or requests or future episodes.
0: And just a quick note here, because it is a couple of days before Thanksgiving here in the States, we are so grateful for you all for your listens, for your likes, for your recommendations, and for reading our books. You mean the world, and we keep doing this because you keep saying yes to it. So from ours to yours, all the very best. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.